0: Welcome to a brand new edition of Cubs on Tap. I am Ron Luce. I am joined by two of the three boys here tonight. I got Mr. Tyler Edmonds with me and I got the juice man himself. Gentlemen, we are here talking about Cubs doing something tonight, which is cool and tough and we're going to get into that here in just a hot second. But boys, before we get there, how are you two feeling tonight?
1: Oh man, I'm good. I'm good. They, You know, we've been wanting something to happen. Something's happened. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm not as I'm not as like I'm not as happy as as when Bing Bang Crosby tap danced with Danny F and K yet, but hey, there's potential. There's potential. I'm excited.
0: Making me want to watch White Christmas now. After saying that, Juice, how you doing, my man?
2: How do I follow that? <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got the Christmas Cubs sign in the back, and he's he's quoting some National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's that's one hell of
1: a year, baby.
2: I'll say this though: belly bombs on all the streets next year, man. What a great uh, thing to see today. One good, one bad. You know, I I was really hoping the Cubs would be in the Town Walker sweepstakes, and I thought that would go their way. It was in the plans with a Z. And uh, he's on his way to the Phillies. Which, uh, hey, he, he got paid too seventy four million for four. 70, three, four I think it's
0: seventy two for like four. Yeah. yeah,
2: I mean, so I think that was probably in the Cubs' wheelhouse because you're all, all things considered. But maybe they have their eye on, on maybe a bigger fish or somebody that uh, they deem you know better. But no, Belly Man gets some things right, and I think it's going to be a fun episode to talk about. A guy who can play two positions that the Cubs were very rough at last year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you, you mentioned a juice. You know, there's names like Senga out there. there. There's other names that we could easily be talking about with the Cubbies here. Uh, really, in uh, maybe in the next 12 hours. I mean, really, it's starting to feel maybe in way. the next
2: next 10 minutes. Like, yeah, that, this, how, <laughs> there's, there's a legit chance second.
0: Yeah, there, there's a legit chance that a we're either breaking news on this live show or b like when people are listening to this as a podcast. Something else has already happened. Oh, yeah. Just your,
1: everyone just have your Twitter open, just constantly just you're gonna have to yeah, That's a, what just, we're just
2: doing refreshing. on this show. We're yeah, looking down, recession. it's not it's not that we're texting anybody, we're just trying to make it's sure not, that we don't yeah. miss anything. Yeah, real
1: quick though, just make sure, make sure not to throw any shade at anybody, make sure it's not premature, <laughs> John <laughs> Heyman.
2: Yeah, huh, right. Yeah, Jesus. Stuff right? sorry in
0: a sack. Set the world on fire and then just like, my bad, I didn't Oh, to I do called that.
1: my dad. I called my dad because my dad's a big Giants fan, and then I had to turn around and call him back. Well, dad, uh, remember what I just told you? It just, It was a yeah, joke. Yeah, I was joke. just – yeah. Yeah,
0: this yeah. is this is our, our quick thing to everybody watching at home, and this is the, all the more reason if you're listening to this as a podcast. We appreciate you as a podcast listener, but be sure – to subscribe to the Antab SportsNet YouTube channel hit the little uh, bell button so you know when we bell got bell notification by. ronald yes the bell notification thank you thank you mr juice uh <laughs> but but look look folks do it with us hold your phone up and it's just a quick swipe down on the twitter ready we'll do it one more time together here we go swipe all down all
2: together swipe um, down any
1: anything oh swipe anything? down on the Twitter. Not yet. No, not not yet. wait a minute wait, nope. wait. All right.
0: No, 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 no. no, no. Right. Just an exercise everybody needs to do with us as, as the show goes on. But no, uh, as Jeremiah says here, the comic says in a New York accent, Hey, Ma, the Cubs did something. Uh, and as our boy Booge is jumping in here, belly. Yes, absolutely. Belly bomb. We have Cody Bellinger is now a Chicago cub official contract details. um, If you didn't catch those because tweets are all over the place and that's just how it is. You can go check out Tyler's article over at ontapsportsnet.com. Absolutely a shameless plug because he's got it all laid out for you. One year deal with a mutual option for year number two, if wanted, it's a $12 million base salary this year. But if the option is not exercised, it's a five and a half million dollar buyout, which is why it's 17 and a half for the one year, because he's pretty much guaranteed that no matter what, because there's no way in hell they're going to take another year of 12 million dollars for belly on either side. Neither side's expecting that to be exercised. Let's just call a spade a spade here. So let's get into the in the more fun part here is actually talking about how we're feeling about the move because gentlemen I don't know about you I was talking to one of my good buddies earlier he's a big big socks guy but we have very good honest just baseball wide conversation and uh he was asking me he's like where do you think Bellinger ends up with the Cubs and I was like I'll be honest with you man I don't know I was like I I think I keep hearing the Blue Jays attached to him like I wouldn't be shocked if he goes to the Blue Jays because I was starting to really buy hard on the idea that the Cubs are maybe trying to pull off Sander and Swanson and who might not be able to but I digress then out of nowhere, of course, as I'm, you know, the one time of the day, I'm not attached to my cell phone, this drops. And I was like, oh, oh OK, hey, Cody Bounder is a cub. And my buddy literally like responded and goes, wait, you were saying he wasn't going to be a cub now? And I'm like, I know. I was like, well, maybe this is reverse psychology. So I just started saying that nobody was going to sign with the Cubs. It's like, If I'm going to clearly be wrong, I want it to work in, in reverse order. But gentlemen, I don't know about you guys. I'm excited about it because this is a move we've talked about at nauseum here at Cubs on Tap. Um, There's been plenty of articles that we've written over at OnTapSports.com about the matter, about Cody Bellinger and the Cubs being a natural fit because of the need for a center fielder, because of the need for a first baseman. And... It's a low-risk, high-reward move, truthfully, that has a lot of flexibility, and I, I'll elaborate on the flexibility part here in a moment. But I want to turn it over to each of you as well and get your initial thoughts, your reactions, how you're feeling about this move. Because, again, as I say in my little name tag here, besides from my Twitter handle, obviously, the first domino has fallen. Cody Bellinger is a Chicago Cup. Tyler, we'll start with you, man. How, how are you feeling about this move?
1: I like it, but – like you said, it, it kind of caught me off. It caught me off guard because I'll be honest, I, like you, I kept hearing the rumors to Toronto for like $20 million. And, you know, Toronto just last season, uh, everyone was saying, oh, my gosh, this is one of the best teams in baseball. And so when I saw you know, you see that and you're like, well, you know, Toronto, Chicago, Toronto may have a better shot at going to the playoffs next year. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about playing at that park, all that kind of stuff. But uh, – and like you said, I was on the – I was hearing all these shortstop rumors and not, you know, expecting a Cody Bellinger signing, but, uh, guys, this fits perfectly in what we were just talking about a few weeks ago. You know, it, it feels the sp- it fills the spot that we need. Um, it was a lot cheaper, not a lot cheaper, but a little bit cheaper than, you know, what I thought he was going to go for. Uh, he, it's a prove it to me deal. Prove it, you know, prove it to him or prove it to me deal, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And, yeah, 19 home runs last year. His power wasn't – you know, his power was there a little bit last year. But, yeah, uh, the fact that they paid him that at least tells me that they did their homework on Cody. And hopefully they see something in him as if, like, you know, hey, we can fix this guy. We can, you know, we can help this guy. Uh, But, yeah, a guy that can play center field, a guy that can play the corner spots, a guy that can play first base when we need him to. And, yeah, the snowball, baby. I just I just hope this is a snowball effect and more deals like this are coming. Roll it roll it down the hill, Juice. Roll How it. are
0: you feeling about this, man?
1: Good,
2: man. As you dig deeper into what Cody Bellinger does right, he saves a lot of runs in center field. The Cubs were dead last last year in the MLB and defensive run saved, negative mm-hmm. 19 in center field. He does that. He's left-handed power. At worst. The last two seasons, he's had a 20 home run season, 66 RBIs. That's exactly what you're kind of looking for in this lineup. You're looking for a guy who could drive the ball out of the ballpark from the left side to kind of fill this in. Cody Bellinger, I would love if he ends up being the MVP Cody Bellinger. I think we all would. But even bad Cody Bellinger fits this team much better than a lot of the guys that were available for the amount of money that was being thrown around out there right now as well. So I'm not gonna say that like I'm so thrilled. This is the Cody Bellinger signing to me is like maybe the sprinkles on top of the Sunday. It's like if you just eat sprinkles, yeah, they're good, but man, where's like the base of this thing? Where's the ice cream? Where's the chocolate sauce? Where's the you know the whipped cream and the and and the nuts and and that that ends up being like the sprinkles or the cherry? It's great, don't get me wrong, but It needs more basis. I think that like this is almost like an announcement deal. It's it kind of put the league on notice that the Cubs are willing to pay probably a little bit over market price for some of these guys who are out there. I mean, we were talking about twenty million for for uh, Cody Bellinger going to Toronto, but who's to say that that deal was ever even offered? If that's something that was you know kind of floating out there, I know I've seen a couple guys who were. Hey, Cody Bellinger is not worth anything over eight to 10, you know, to 12. I mean, he is a guy that just got let go from a world-class organization, but the Cubs kind of maybe a little bit more or less overpaid for this, but it doesn't stand in the way of what they have going on later. And that's PCA and and Brennan Davis. And those guys can still come up and, and have some impact on this team as early as next year, but Cody kind of he fills a little bit of this, this need for left-handed power and the ability to play different positions and to play them well defensively. And you know what else he does that the Cubs didn't do very well last year? Runs bases really well. So it's something that I think is really uh, not as mentioned in his game, that very much so uh, is something that I think Cub fans are going to grow to love.
0: Absolutely. And Juice, I- I'll tell you what, man, there's two things – I think that people are, are are making you synonymous with it's uh great baseball takes, but also great food metaphors as our friend, Brian Lafever, Mr. Lafever fever here. Uh, <laughs> he says, who else came for juices? Um, food metaphors. Uh, my, my pops, he says, okay, now I'm hungry. And uh, Jake is uh, also in on the sprinkles. And my dad says, it's gotta be dark chocolate
2: sauce. Well, so we're, we're and you know what? Here. Those are great food takes. I'll say this. Like I will, as a kid, I was the one who ran into the cupboard and grabbed out the sprinkles and just poured <laughs> them down my throat before I went out to play. That was just straight sprinkle guy. Like I was a savage, and my mother hated it because straight, anytime she'd go to sugar. make cupcakes, it's like, ah, oh, where did it all go? Juice already ate it. But yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm gonna. St- I love the food analogies, as you guys know. I work in the food industry, so it's on my mind all day. It's hard to kind of step away from it but yeah I, I i'm a big fan of uh being the food analogy guy i will always die on that hill
0: yeah and 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 just to continue with uh some more juicisms here really quick as as scott said here earlier uh the plans are in motion uh and jeremiah wants to know if you saw the cubs potentially pulling a rangers in the plans i think that's in reference to the potential bogart swanson um potential right potential we love potential here uh but something interesting that jeremiah drops here in the comments is dustin kelly um now with the cubs you know was belly's hitting coach in those great years with the dodgers if you're gonna fix a guy like cody bellinger get him back to the guys he had success with and juice uh and really yo tyler you as well you guys both hit on it this move this move accomplishes so many things right and it goes beyond just what he does now You want to, this move is the perfect example of literally a no lose situation for the Chicago Cubs. And here's why it goes beyond the fact that it's a one-year deal. As you stated, it doesn't block any of your top prospects when they're ready in center field, you kind of address two positions of need as well by this, right? You have a center fielder, let's say Brennan Davis comes up in the first 90 days of the season, or, you know, somebody else comes along that, you know, shows out and earns some time in center field you know, you can move Bellinger to first base. He can DH for you a little bit. It doesn't keep Mervis from playing at first. If they think he's truly ready, he can move around. It's a great move on that standpoint. Obviously the one year, you know, financially there are no bad one year deals, right? That's just term, term within the, the industry, right? There are, there is no such thing as a bad one year deal, but on top of that guys, and obviously I hate thinking like this. And I'm not thinking like this because I truly think in the next 72 hours, we're going to have reasons to not think like this. But Cody Bellinger is the type of move as well, that if he does perform and the Cubs, maybe stumble a little bit out of the gate and aren't in the right position. Talk about a trade chip, right? And obviously we don't want to go there, right? We want this team to be competitive in 23. We want this team to be something that's exciting. And I'm excited for Bellinger, right? I, I think coming, you know, here in Chicago, you know, a new atmosphere, you know, I think he kind of got lost in LA a little bit within that, that lineup, right? Like, cause you have Freddie Freeman and you have, you know, you had Trey Turner and you have so many superstars, Mookie Betts, just to name a few, you know, Co- Cody Bellinger comes here and he's, he's kind of that guy again, you know, obviously the Cubs probably aren't done and they're going to add more guys to the mix, but Holy hell juice. You nailed it on the head. Yeah. Base running's great. You have a gold glove outfield now across the whole way. Say I was a gold glover in Japan. Ian's got one in his back pocket now after last season, and Cody Bellinger's won a gold glove as well. Juice, your tinfoil hat take from episodes and episodes ago (laughs) continues to find its way back into every single show because the way baseball is going, the shift, gone. You need – incredibly great defense throughout especially up the middle hey chicago cubs go get a dansby swanson and a bogarts play bogarts at third get swanson at short nico's your second baseman you have two gold glove caliber players on your middle infield you have a gold glover in center and you have two gold glovers in your corners that's expert defense that fits the new era of baseball of where we see things going because of a lot of the rule changes and just by You know, as we've noted, how the five-tool player is going to exponentially change the game. In in, you know, really in 23 and beyond. And I'll be honest with you, right now, I am so freaking excited for all the Bellinger memes. Uh, Like, oh yeah. You know, and, and somebody said it earlier. I, I think it was Jeremiah. I'm trying to find the cut con- here. Yeah, he says, you know, weed is legal. know
1: We're not <laughs> there's saying. A, there's a dispensary like, like a block like, and a half away yeah, from Wrigley. We're too. not,
0: like Tyler says, you know, about his conspiracies. We're not saying. Not saying we're just it. suggesting. Maybe, you know, hey, man, like. You know, he, he might – there might be a whole new genre of bleacher bum this year with Cody <laughs> Bellinger out in center field. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, but, wow, man. Like, again, like, you know, Tyler, you said it perfectly. Like, this truly was the move I think that caught everybody a little off guard because you've heard about so many things. We hear Jed talking about they have deals out there and, and there's more to come that they're working on. We've heard the Jamison tie We've heard the Swansons, the Bogarts. It's almost this weird, like, silence is golden type scenario right now because we really haven't heard much about Bellinger and the Cubs, right? Like we've heard a lot of Bellinger and and the Blue Jays. We've heard a lot of Bellinger and maybe returning to LA on a lesser deal. We really hadn't heard a ton of reports about the Cubs and Bellinger. And so I'm almost at the point, guys, where I don't want to hear coverage. I just want shit to be dropped in my lap like this Bellinger signing was because really that seems like where it's kind of going. Jed's really keeping his his deck of cards kind of close to his chest here and not letting a lot of people in to know what they're going to do. And I I think that's incredibly beneficial here.
2: Uh, And like to build on that, Like this is the hand that he's holding. And this is what I start to wonder as this market plays out and as we learn more. Is the right move for Jed and the Cubs to go out and make a play to get Dansby Swanson and put him at shortstop and then say, All right, Correa, Bogarts, I have the highest offer for both of you. You could be a part of it and you could play third, or you don't have to be, and you Ooh. can go on a on a weaker deal. And oh. kind of force the the hand of Scott Boris to go, hey man, like they're paying you the most, but you got to switch positions, and maybe that's the way that Jed plays it. Maybe that's why there's so yeah. much Dansby Swanson smoke too, because with the lead, with the game changing and with the idea of having a strong up the middle with Nico and, and Dansby, you kind of put it in the in the arena of, of Scott Boris to go. I think it's a good idea that start for him to start talking in the ear of, hey, this is your best deal. Just go play third. You know, and 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 I know that there's been a lot of talk about, you know, Bog- Bogarts not wanting to play anything other than short. I haven't heard as much like Correa, like I have to play short, as as I've heard from from Bogarts. But I just wonder if if that's the hand that Jed holds right now, and if it almost like starts the dominoes, one domino has fallen with with the with the with the, with the league and with the free agents coming back to the Cubs and saying you could be either a part of this and finish second to us every year, or, you know, you can go and test the market and maybe you still don't get as much. Cause think about like, if they go out and get, if they get Dansby Swanson and they make that signing and you're strong up the middle and then they force it on Correa or Bogarts, what pitcher is not going to be like, well, I'm going to get plenty of run support over here. I can take a shorter term deal with maybe a higher you know, annual salary that we've talked about. CC the Justin Verlander deal. And go out there, have a great two years or three years, whatever it ends up being, hit the market again, with these stats that show tons of one games. I know they don't matter as much anymore, but all the defensive runs saved from that infield and that outfield, I mean, it's a pitcher's paradise at that point. And we know Wrigley plays more of a hitter's park about half the time. So about the other half, you're getting a nice pitcher pitcher's ballpark with the wind blowing in. I think that almost pushes the pitching market to go, they got something going on over here that I want to be a part of because it's going to help my career not just now in the short term but in the long term.
0: Absolutely. So, Tyler, I was going to say, we need some a, more Kentucky flair.
1: I say that's an interesting take, I don't, you know, as far as with, uh, you know, throw, I, I haven't thought – well – I would you know, I I could see Correa eventually playing third base later in his career, but I just never thought about it, you know, maybe doing it now
0: at age uh, twenty
1: eight. <laughs> yeah, uh, like I said, it's an interesting take, and I would love to see that happen. But I I still think Dansby's going to be the last one to fall out of the three. And I know there's all these rumors about you know signing Bogarts and and Swanson. Personally, I think I if we get one, I think we're just going to get one. I feel like. Once one of those shortstops goes off the market, I think other teams are maybe not necessarily going to get desperate, but they're going to want to make a move. I think they're going to be more eager to make a move quick. And I still feel like, like I said, Dansby's going to be the last one. And I think Dansby's going to get paid maybe a little bit more than what people were expecting because with him being the last one on the market, they're just going to be like, you know, hey, what's it, what's it going to take to get you over here? Uh, but, yeah, I – as far as Bogarts, I, the, the key with Bogarts, you know, you hear the rumors of, of Lester and David Ross pitching to, pitching to Bogarts about coming to Chicago. The thing with, with Bogarts, and it may be with the other guys too, but especially with, the, with Bogarts, is convincing him that we're going to be a competitive team. We're going to be a contender within the next two years. Because he's at a point in his career, I feel like, that he wants to win. Yeah, obviously he's going to make – obviously money's great too, and I'm sure that's a factor. But I still – you know, me assuming, uh, he still wants to win. So he's going to need to be convinced that what we're doing, the plan that Jed has in place, is something that he's up for, even if that means moving to second base, even if that means moving to third base. I've heard – you've heard a couple of rumors about him moving to first base. I don't buy that. Uh, I know they were talking about that with the Padres. I don't I, I don't buy him playing first base at all. Uh, but uh, as far as, you know, not to really super change subjects, but like as far as third base, it will be interesting to see who plays this year because who knows, maybe maybe we do sign both of them. And if we do, that means uh, like uh, I believe it was Jeremiah that brought up in the comments, we may be seeing a couple of trades this offseason with a few of our infielders.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I I think that's totally a a possibility and kind of as, as our boy, Joey said, he wasn't able to join us tonight, but as he's here in the comments with us is that's the way to go. Convert plans and dreams into reality. And gentlemen, speaking of um, maybe dreams, um, maybe my plans. um, I'm going to hit you guys both with a little hot take as we've kind of wandered onto the, the Swanson Bogarts kind of hit Hit us with it. And, uh, and, and, and Jake's, uh, Mr Bouge here is is in my corner on this one as well in the comment section he says if I'm one of Bogarts or Swanson I see the Cubs sign the other while offering me a big deal I'm all in I think the Cubs miraculously and if this happens, somebody's gonna have to hold me accountable because I technically need to run down my street and nothing but um some uh some some tights and thought, whoa no whoa whoa wait a minute wait a minute for the Justin Fields long long ago.
1: You've got to wear a...
2: Uh, no, you got to wear it? the mankini. The
1: mankini If Trey, Trey, Trey Mancini
2: comes. No, we'll, we'll get you one. I don't own one of those. I no, that one. was from that the last show got, when you weren't Is
0: that what I got volunteered for? <laughs> yes. I was well, listening to the you, show you, you and I heard my down. name and I wasn't sure what the hell happened. Okay, I got it now. Fine. Yeah. You know what? I will... Not only will I do that. I'll do that regardless if Trey does or doesn't come. Um if Bogarts and Swanson both signed with the Cubs, and I think, there I go. think it's going to happen. I really do. I think Jed's going to come in. You know, we, we talk about, you know, it, it, kind of, you, you hear rumors and, and there is a, uh, you know, there, there's a comedian and the, the, you know, the, the comedian is, is, is escaping me right now. Um, but they talk about being the big swinging dick that comes into a locker room. Oh, it's Bert Kreischer. Bert Kreischer talks about yeah. it. And that's, That's what I think Jed is right now at the winter meetings. I think Jed's swinging that thing around like a fucking elephant (laughs) trunk right now, just telling people, because here's the thing. We talk about Jed's cards. You're in the third largest market in the entire country and your owner, not only by two local reporters, but by Scott Boris confirms that you are opening the pocketbook and you have full permission to spend Jed's got pocket aces, baby. That mm-hmm. dude's got pocket aces. You know what else is pocket aces? Having Dansby Swanson at shortstop and having Xander Bogarts at third base because that's going to look really good in that lineup with belly and center. Are you fucking kidding me? You're one through seven right now in any particular order. Includes Ian Happ, Seiya Suzuki, Dansby Swanson, Xander Bogarts, Nico Horner, Matt Mervis, and Cody Bellinger? We haven't even talked about like if they the sign a I guy you like – we
2: haven't even talked about if they
0: sign a guy like Christian Vasquez
2: or if they hey, go yeah. out and trade some prospects for Murphy, which is oh, yeah, another rumor right. that we haven't touched yet. Right. Speaking
1: of that, speaking of apparently, like if they supposedly want major league ready guys, does this mean guys like Patrick Wisdom, Nick Magical, uh, I hate to say it, but Christopher Morrell? Do they throw them in some kind of deal for a Sean Why Murphy? Not?
2: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, and I'm just gonna say that that ball toucher Nick Madrigal can fucking he can kick rocks. I hope I never see him in a community. He would again. look
0: he would look really good in Oakland Athletics colors. That's yeah, he would he because there. he's irrelevant. Really good, really <laughs> because he's good. irrelevant. And you know he what? And, like I'm I'm, dude's just dude's just coming in from the top. Of- <laughs> no,
2: dude. Do you, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember three years ago when we started this thing? And we all got in a conversation on Nick Madrigal. And what did I say three years ago? I said, that guy fucking sucks. I mean, he's, he's like, he's a one song band, man. I'm I'm so happy that these rumors are out there because everybody's starting to see whatever, what I've seen for the last like three, four years. That guy is not going to amount to anything in the MLB. He's horrible.
1: Yeah.
2: Hey, that's fair, man. But I'll tell you what, like, and, and, and the crazy thing is too that
0: we didn't even discuss yet, and um, maybe well, this is just Scott being just trying to get in Juice's wheelhouse. Oh,
2: for Christ's uh, sake, Scott!
0: Wisdom <laughs> at DH. All just, year. just when things are going great. But that's that's the thing to consider too. Is I'm not considering now, any of that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying wisdom <laughs> at DH. I'm not saying wisdom <laughs> at DH. Just what I am, what I am saying though, is because now of the lineup versatility. And the fact that you don't have to worry about the pitcher hitting anymore. If Christian Vasquez of your eight position players is the worst, worst hitter on your team. And you have a DH. Oh my God. All of a sudden now, if you add Swanson and Bogarts to what you've already done now with Bellinger, which obviously we're, we're here highlighting tonight. Like guys, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, especially with a weak NL Central, to say the Cubs are right in this fucking thing next year. And they're they're in on so many pitching rumors, too, that we haven't even touched get a They're back in on Senga. It. Well, yeah. I don't know, back in. Again, silence is golden. The Cubs name has not been mentioned with Senga in weeks until like the last three days. That's yeah. what I like to hear. That means they're operating quietly behind the scenes. You know, they, they are supposedly in on Chris Bassett. They're supposedly the front runners, according to a lot of insiders, for a guy like Tyon. So, like, they're going to go out and add names. And, again, you already have so many good pitchers in place. You have Marcus Stroman. You have Justin Steele. You have Hayden Wesneski, who I absolutely think is competing for a rotation spot this year. You have the ability also to go sign another low-level starter, a Drew Smiley-esque of sorts, too, to just add competition, you still have Kyle Hendricks. Right. You still have I mean, Keegan even Thompson start if need to. May- well, yeah, maybe. That's still on right. the table. Absolutely. So, like, I think, again, and it felt like the perfect just title to my next to my name for tonight's show. The first domino has fallen because guess what, guys? We've seen it hit the floor, but we don't know the setup. We don't know what crazy pattern this is going to take and become. It's, it, you know, this is going to become some beautiful, you know, Cubs emblem made of dominoes that includes crazy moves. And we just don't know what they are yet. And I think that's the exciting part right now is this is going to be absolutely banana lands for the next 72 hours. And then really probably through Christmas, like yep. You know, I am i don't know about you guys. I'm a big, like, as I've gotten older, I'm not big in, like, I don't need things for Christmas. I don't really ask for anything for Christmas. Like, I'm more about, like, family and stuff like that. You know what Jed's doing right now? Jed's gifting me a really good fucking Christmas right now. Because (laughs) he's going out, and he's spending money, and he's saying the Cubs are going to be competitors in 2023. And, guys... You know what? I I was like ready to go to bed like three hours ago. I was exhausted. This dark before 5 p.m. shit's still killing me. But if there's one thing that this Cubs team has just done for me all season long, especially when it ends with us jumping on the microphone, guys, I'm ready to run through a fucking brick wall right now. I am so freaking excited.
1: About We're going Ron in the Chicago papers arresting, streaking
0: <laughs> in the in the streets of Chicago. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a Twitter report in about 24 hours. Yeah. And, and if Dude. you know what, and if I gotta wear the Mankini, I might be when Bogarts <laughs> and, and Swanson <laughs> sign. You guys might be having to bail me out. I'm just letting you know now, guys. I'm we haven't even touched
2: on the fact that a rumor today about baseball bougies man crushing baseball too. Dom uh, Dom Smith. It, yep. As well, being being an option, a guy that they they've spoke with his uh, representatives over at the baseball winter meetings. So, I, just to go back to like the shortstop market because it's it's just fascinating to me to sit and talk about all these options. But I I truly to relate it to another sport. Had, um alerts guys saw so in the in the comments and listening. We're getting another juice analogy and or metaphor and it has nothing to do with food. Do you? Rem- I don't know if any of you guys are big basketball fans. But do you remember, like when LeBron went to the Miami Heat, and in the beginning, like everyone's like, "Oh, it, it's going to be where, where LeBron goes," and then everybody would go follow, follow LeBron. Maybe Dansby Swanson is Chris Bosh, and Chris Bosh was the first domino that fell that year. And then they both said, "Yeah, this is probably a good idea to go follow Chris Bosh down in Miami." What if, what if that's Dansby Swanson? What, what if Dansby Swanson is Chris Bosh, and it's not a, it's not a sexy pick. It's a great third player. But maybe that nets you two guys that want to play with that guy and see what you're building around there. And that's kind of the the idea that it goes. Because I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, man, I've seen this scenario before. Yeah. It was when the Bulls were sitting there and I thought we were getting LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. And, Dwayne and we Wade, didn't. Yeah. So maybe after all these years, and, and I know Buzz is somewhere crying still about, about that that free agent offseason. Maybe I'm we're now. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe, maybe we're we're finally getting, you know, the 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 gods of the sports gods are gonna you know, come down and, and and you know save us and, and repay us for you know us being so close the last time and they come through this time for for the Cubs that'd be awesome, wouldn't it?
0: It would be awesome, and I'm I'm telling you what, man. Like it, it, you might be onto something here. And if if Dansby and Bogart sign and this lineup starts to take shape and they add pitching. I just I this is my my public service announcement. I'm gonna look directly into the camera and not all the way over it. Like you guys on my screen right now. I'm gonna look directly in the camera. Tom, talking to you, Mr. Ricketts. If you pull this off, the Cubs on Tap Boys will consume enough beer in your ballpark on opening day to at least pay for like a quarter of Bogart's salary. I promise you. We're gonna make it happen for you. Just go out there, tell Jed to fucking swing that big dick through the locker room again. Make it happen, because there's nothing better than a Cubs on tap gong show of an opening day. That's all I have to say. That's my little PSA for for Mr. Ricketts. Because I'm already, you, We were we were already talking about it before the show. We're already eyeballing that opening weekend, and it's just going to get my anticipation's just going to grow and grow and grow as we get closer.
2: If these can you can you imagine the jersey sales if they close oh. out? Those are my deals. Like it's there'll be not- people walking out of the Cubs store with a Swanson jersey, a Correa they'll slash be, Bogarts be jersey, be belly, like, and then whatever it's, pitcher they decide. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. Yeah. It's me. <laughs> you're you're describing like Robert, you have like, four, four Swanson jerseys.
0: <laughs> you're describing me. Right. Shit. If right. if one of them if one of them signs for more than
2: seven years, I might buy two different colors, like Tyler yeah. said. That's Ron great. went five grand on the weekend. You got a he yeah. got an Airbnb, he got all the tickets to the first yeah. three games, and what? then he went home with seven different jerseys. Why is Ron why is Ron pedaling on the side of the street right now for <laughs> money? He, he
0: spent five thousand dollars on open. He got no Eagle. money left. <laughs> he's a,
2: hey, he's
1: <laughs> speaking of hey, speaking of the shortstop market though, which I like the idea of Swanson, I like the idea of, of Bogart's. Personally, I'm probably on – I'm still on the Correa train, but just as far as speaking of the shortstop market, Trey Turner just signed for what, 11 years, 300 plus? Three mil. Or 300 mil on the dot. Don't be surprised if a guy like Correa – Correa seems like the type that's probably talking to Scott – is Scott Boris his – he's probably talking to Scott right now saying, hey, I want something really close to that. And I can see him doing that more than I can see Swanson and Bogarts doing that. Okay. Uh, and rightfully so. So that's just something to think about as far as um, if you hear all these career rumors and everything like that. Just make sure that you look uh, at somebody else other than uh, Mr. Heyman before you, you know, want to believe it. I'll, you, I'll tell you
0: right now, the the best blue check mark to to receive confirmation from is probably Mr. Passon.
2: Oh, yeah. Got yeah. It. Do, do you guys feel... Like what what's your level of percentage that we're getting at least one?
0: Like odds like percentage that's Yeah, your
2: percentage odd. odds that you we're going to get at least one. 85%. At least
1: one. At least one. Um I'm not going to go that high. I'm going to go I'm going to go 70% because I as much as be I'm bad. excited, maybe it's hot, but like as excited as as excited as I am. And I don't want to. I don't want to bring this bad juju, this bad, this bad sense into uh, the celebration reality. episode. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, uh, at the don't same time, don't drag the mood down, Tyler. I wouldn't be shocked if we didn't get any of them. I would be, you know, just oh. like everybody else. I would be upset, yeah, just like everybody else. But let, is- you know what? We're not even gonna know. Not that even, is such not a even, verbal. Not bring it in, We're not Tyler. It
0: in. Nope, Tyler. That is such a verbal kick in the <laughs> dick. I hope you know that right now. Such a no, verbal I don't, kick in hey, the I Don't dick. get
1: me wrong. Like I'm expecting us. I expect us to get one. Like I want to wake up. Like you said, being surprised. If you're for all you wrestling fans out there, I want to wake up tomorrow and get RKO'd out of nowhere with a freaking alert that just says we signed one of them. I don't care. Just give me at least one of them, and then just after that, see what happens. I want that to happen, but. uh yeah, I'm not enough with the with the bad with the bad vibe. I'm not, you know, no, that's gone it's it's gone. It's out of the room. We'll 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 sulk about that if that happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's
0: yeah. a that's a future problem. That's not a current yeah, problem. I think for that. the Cubs on Tap guys. I mean, guys, it, it it really just I think kind of starting to boil this thing down. We're we're approaching the 40-minute mark we've all come to, to the consensus that we're probably going to be back on the microphone again this week before the week is over. Yeah. Like there's, there's a good chance that we might just be a weekly show this week at this point. Like it, it truly and that's might great. be I hope what that. happens. I, I hope, hope I'm it seeing too. you and
2: talking to the same tomorrow about two more or three more. That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. I hope, I hope I'm, I'm bitching and
0: moaning about like, Hey, I, I went through a glass of whiskey, a show. Like that would be such a shame. Um, because we're talking about the Cubs signing players, and this is awesome. Um, but, gentlemen, I mean, I think what, <clears throat> if nothing else, that the Bellinger signing does, I think, for Cubs fans tonight, um, especially because, you know, a little bit of a, a slight mishamper. The, the Cubs get the 13th pick in the draft. They fell because of the, the lottery system, whatever. None of us, let's be honest, none of us yeah. give a flying fuck oh, at this well. point. We got, we got Swanson and, and Bogarts and Correa watching. Rebuild's over. Right Who cares? Draft is yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? They got what was Jordan Wicks, the 21st overall pick, and he's a top five prospect in one of the best farms in baseball. I don't give a shit where they draft. this team. This front office knows how to find talent. I'm not terribly concerned about that. But gentlemen, I think if nothing else, it's absolutely getting to a point where this is, this is again the first domino that has truly fallen that I think gives Cubs fans a ton of excitement—not for just for the rest of this week, but really for the rest of this month, and maybe even going all the way into February. Like we might be hearing about the Cubs, and it might be smaller signings as we get closer to February, but they might be tinkering and filling out the roster even well, you know, almost to when pitchers and catchers start to report. Um, and just one quick thing before I turn it back over to you guys, cause I want, I want to get some closing thoughts from you guys here, uh, before we start to, you know, kind of wind this thing down. Cause again, we're probably going to be on the microphone again, more than once this week. Um, and as Scott says here, he's hoping for a Cubs on at tap after dark show. Um, Cubs on tap after dark is a good time for anybody that hasn't attended one of those. It usually, yes. it's usually sometime after about like start time is usually closer to 10 o'clock. Um, the boys are usually buzzing. Um, both physically and metaphorically, and uh, <laughs> there might be one this week. It, I'll tell you right now. If if we wake up tomorrow and it's a dual signing of Bogarts and Swanson, it might be a little midweek party at, at the Loose household. I don't know. I'm, I'm so, taking
2: off of work if that's the case. Like, if oh yeah, do, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be
0: been. so so unproductive at work if that ends up being the case yeah. um but gentlemen i am enough of hearing my voice because i'm actually starting to lose mine because i've been yelling so much um i want to turn it back over to you guys here just some closing thoughts on the belly situation on kind of what we're expecting over the next couple of days etc because uh like i said guys we don't i don't think we need to exhaust our voices here because i have a i have a good hunch that we might be coming back in in 24 hours the way things are looking right now. Uh Juice, let's start with you my man.
2: Not excited. It's it's a, like I said it's a good first step and that's I think the the metaphor for today's episode and and now let's take two extra big steps, get back into contention cuz man, I don't know about you. I watched so much Phillies, you know, baseball last year going through the postseason and seeing all their videos of the bars being full and you know, them playing, you know, dancing, whatever that dancing song was yeah, by T- Tiesto. Yeah, whatever. And <laughs> I want one of those. I want that back. Yeah. And I want that feeling of, of postseason baseball. But just the line of the night for me, from, from my performance standpoint, I think that the the whole Dansby Swanson, Chris Bosch comparison is, is maybe one of my best. Um, and I'm going to start to pat my back on that. Um, I think we should do that more often on the show. I think we instead of last thoughts, we should just all gloat about how right we've been. Because if you really go back and through our, our our episodes, man, we've literally laid out the plan for for how they, they get back. And now, obviously, there's been more information that's kind of dropped in the last couple weeks, and we've learned more, and it's become more. But we were right about this from the beginning. Everybody was so down in the dumps that the Cubs would be rebuilding all the way until 2025 that was never true and we sat here on these shows when they lost 10 to 1 and our best player on the field was Christopher Morel and now next year going into that, we don't know if if our best player on the field in Christopher <laughs> Morel will even be here or how many at bats he'll get and how much fun he was to watch and now you're bringing more of these guys up bringing more of these guys in it's exciting, and I absolutely think we'll be on a show within the next couple of days, if not the next couple of hours. Who knows? Maybe we get off this thing, something breaks, and we, we have to call each other back and say, how awesome is that? But player of the game today for this show, I got to say, Tyler, that sign your wife made is freaking amazing, man. Like props, that's, props it, it needs Miller. it needs its due for, for today's episode, and oh, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm jealous you got that thing hanging there on the wall.
1: Thanks. Thanks. I, I, I told, I, like we were talking about before, before the show. Yeah. My wife made this sign for me probably the year after we started dating. And she told me when I put it up, she's like, make sure you give me the credit. So you get the credit, babe. Uh, thank you. Uh, belly bombs at Wrigley. I love it. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I think somebody said it earlier in the comments. Uh, I can't wait to see him hit so many moonshots over that scoreboard. Uh, maybe one on opening day, who knows? Uh, but yeah, if these comments about uh, Hoyer and and, and Ricketts it's giving Jed the, the pocketbook and everything like that, they've been, I mean, these things have been like it, it's been shooting out so much that like it's got to be true. You know, we heard everything last year and the year before about oh, they're going to be contenders, and you know, we were like, whatever, whatever. This year, just it just feels different this offseason, it just feels different and just like you said we've been talking about it you know for the past year and hell you had the plans just a few weeks ago <laughs> the plans we were right we've been saying this uh and yeah just think about this last year last year we signed who was it uh do I even want to say his name simmons and a couple <laughs> other a couple other people we had a few signings and at, you know afterwards we are like eh, we'll see one signing already just just one signing and Look, look at us now, like just as far as the mood change from from then to now, just one signing. Uh, I feel like snowball effect. I think I think in the next few days, we're going to get some good news, positive vibes, positive vibes. We're going to get some good news. I don't know who it's going to be, but I think I think uh, I think Jed's got us another uh, another pretty big uh, Christmas present under the tree.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> and one thing I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a curveball in here really quick and this is more of a parting thought um, because we're not we're a cub show we're a Cubs show but we like to keep our eyes around the league as well. Um we mentioned our buddy John Heyman in, in fumbling reports earlier, um, even though he did technically break the belly news, and that was then confirmed by others. But um <clears throat> three years and forty three and a half million dollars, what does that mean to you guys currently? Anything? That's what the San Francisco Giants just signed Mitch Haniger to. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what that means for Aaron Judge, but what I know that means is it's going to be a fucking crazy 48 hours. And I'm kind of excited about right. that. So that that's kind of what I wanted to preface. It's more is just a takeaway. I don't think we're Ronald
2: T's. Oh, Come yeah. We're going to
0: tease into it.
2: Way to go, Cubs fans. They sign Aaron Judge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i need to get one of those one of those buttons they sell those too i'm gonna buy one for cubs on tap episodes
2: we also need um, a big voice girl in the future so we could just play around with all these different guys that come over here yeah. because it would be hilarious
0: and <laughs> now <laughs> Could you imagine that? Like every oh, show, man. just a guy comes in and now you starting lineup for Cubs on tap. Awesome.
2: That's what I'm saying, man. I'm going to do it. Be on the hey, lookout team. viewers too. Soon. We're going to have a new, uh new intro. Yes. Yes. That is in the works. That is in the works. Cool drop. Uh, and that, that'll be cool. You, you won't have to hear it. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, guys, <laughs> real quick
1: for, uh, for our listeners, uh, shout out to you uh, as far as, uh, loose and uh joey uh check out check out the uh the interview with trey Lang. yes uh, yes i definitely do can't wait to listen to it i'm gonna listen to it tomorrow morning but uh it sounds like you guys did an outstanding job so hey, thank you. check him out check that episode out follow trey Uh can't wait to see what he does this year but yeah give that give that give that episode a listen
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Quick plug on that. Um, <clears throat> Trey does not have Twitter anymore, nor do I blame him. It's a cesspool of human beings, but um, he does have Instagram. He's t- at T 23 Lang on Instagram. You can follow him there. Um, definitely go give him some love. Uh, what well, awesome guest. I, I, I firmly believe uh, that we will be able to have him uh, probably back on the show at some point in the future. Um, I know, Joey and I became instant fans of him. I think anybody that listens to, to the episode is also going to feel that way. Um, and a little bit of a shameless plug here on this one, but he even said, we, at Cubs on tap were his first podcast appearance. So oh, uh, pop the cherry. Love that. <laughs> pop the cherry. That's exactly what I told him after we got off the show. I was like, we did it. Um, so we're super excited about that. So, um, absolutely super cool. A great dude. Um, it's really hard not to root for people like that so yeah. uh yeah great it was a great interview um little spoiler we did that interview on Saturday with him we ran it as a as a live show on Monday it worked perfectly hope everybody enjoyed it that was able to tune in um and boys yeah we're, we're gonna have a busy week and, and things are coming up here but before we get out Double of here up you know the drill. Cubs on Tap is the official Cubs podcast of the On Tap Sports Network. You can check out all of our great work on tapsportsnet.com at On Tap Sports on social media. You can follow the pod specific accounts Twitter and Instagram. We're at Cubbies on Tap c u b b i e s, Juice is at Juice on Tap on Twitter. Tyler is at Teddy Freddy two seventy on Twitter. I am at Loose on Tap on Twitter. You can also follow at Joey knows nothing on Twitter. Um, and follow all the other great contributors Brandon Kane, uh, Bulls Guy Rob, uh, etc. Who help us here at the Cubs side of the house. You guys know the drill. Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, we got it all. Our our poor friends on the south side of Chicago. Oh, and I'm going to take a shot here, right, really quick. (laughs) Hang on a second. I got a beef that I just reignited in my brain. I saw something earlier on Twitter. This is a part of the sign out here. I saw somebody on Twitter. I'm not going to name names because I do actually like a few of the people that are in White Sox Twitter. I get along with them. We mutually follow each other. It's fine. But they, I saw they, they, a Cubs fan got excited about the Bellinger signing. So we're back, right? We're back. Like it feels good to be spending money again. And they were like, "LOL," to think the Cubs are back after signing one player. No, you're just fucking mad that you root for a poor-ass organization that refuses to spend money. I'm taking my fucking shot from the top rope here now. Just because Jerry doesn't want to pony up any dollars, just because Rick Hahn is his little puppet that dances around like in sync on the bye-bye-bye stage in 2001, it doesn't fucking matter. But Cubs fans, be excited because guess what? If your team signs some no-name slap dick, you guys are going to be excited too because they actually decided to spend money. So take a Fucking quick hike, and Jerry Maguire the fuck out of here real quick for me because that's some bullshit. I digress. We like our boys over at Socks on Tap, but I got a bone to pick with some of those motherfuckers in Socks Twitter. So Tell go check them, them on. out. That Socks on Tap. Um, whew. I feel good. That was therapeutic. Uh, but you guys know the drill. OnTabSportsNet.com, add Sports Ontabsportsnet on our social media, the would Go ahead and check out what's on tap in Chicago sports. Boys, this was a fantastic show. I honestly I, – I really hope we are on the microphone every single day this week. Like that's where I'm at right now. Um, I know you probably guys are, are reciprocating that. Oh, yeah. Big shout-out to every single person that came through in the comments tonight. Uh, you guys were awesome, super engaging. This is what we'd love. We'd love when you guys jump in for the show uh, with us here, especially with good shit's going on. Uh, it's even more fun. So we please encourage you guys to do so more. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, ONTAP Net. Like us on Facebook. You can join the conversation there as well. Uh, we truly appreciate you guys. And remember that little, as as Juice said, the bell notification. Um, be sure to hit that so you know when we go live to um, – Besides for the fact I'm terrified that Brian LaFever has his clip for tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> gentlemen, <laughs> uh, what do you say? We got out here the only way now that comes on tap. Yeah, Jeremiah, uh-huh. I got you pretzels for next week. Cardinals. And let's go Cubbies.